It's more than just your output, more than a bike. When you hear your shout out, you know it's all right. Put on your magic pants and let's go. We're cruising into the power zone. Clip in, set yourself free. Come on and take a ride with me. You know what you need to know and what's it all about. Everything you need, it's on the clip out. Welcome to the Clip Out Podcast. Episode 306. This is Crystal O'Keefe. And this is Tom O'Keefe. Hi. Hi. It's getting our clock working. I know. Sorry. You just jumped right in. I asked if you were ready. I know, but normally there's like a more of a pause and you were like (laughs) at it. So somebody's crabby and it's not me. For a change. (laughs) Wow. Shots fired. (laughs) Right. It's going to be so much fun for the next hour. (laughs) Keep pedaling. Thanks. Bye. Jeez, Louise. I didn't do anything. I know. Normally, I'm the one not doing anything. Oh, a different kind of not doing anything. (laughs) (laughs) You do lots of things. Okay. So, uh, where are we at? Oh, the timeline this week (laughs) is 20... 19? There you go. There you go. Yeah, we're getting through them. Almost to the end. And people, our Patreon people, they've started receiving their gift. So it's a booklet version of the timeline. Yes, it's a printed version. And so far, people have been super excited to see it, especially people that have been with Peloton for a while. They've really enjoyed going back in time down memory lane. I think they're enjoying it as much as we are, Dom. Just kind of like digging deep into all this stuff. It's fun. And if you'd like an audio version of the timeline, you can listen to our Patreon episodes if you want to swing by and over there and sign up. They're all still there waiting for you. We don't delete them or anything. Yeah. Yeah. So easy to sign up. You just go over to patreon.com slash the clip out. Boom. And there there you go. Easy peasy. And you'll also get ad free episodes. And when we get them early, you get them early. So a lot of times you're getting them like Thursday afternoon ish. Yeah. So if that's important to you, you can get an early knowledge for gambling purposes. (laughs) You want to bet your friends. Like, I bet I know exactly how many jokes Tom tells this week. (laughs) Then that'll pay for your Patreon membership right there. Yeah. So it's a wash. Exactly. You just got to find a sucker. Also, we're going to be in San Jose and just like, like, oh my God, a week and a half. Yeah. It's getting close. Yeah. Getting freaked out. People starting to really set in that I signed up for 21 miles and I. (laughs) <laughs> I've done no work. Have you started training for it yet? Or? Uh, I mean, it feels like I have it. <laughs> this is not where I planned on my training being. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Angela says I'll be fine. So, well, he is the expert. Yep. So we will find out soon. <laughs> we if he sure knows will. What he's talking about. We sure will. <laughs> <laughs> but also we'll be in San Jose on the Friday. So if you want to come yeah. hang out with us, we'd love to hang out with you. We're going to be at a restaurant that I don't remember the name of. It's called The Brit. It's the one that sells chicken tenders. It's called The Brit and it is downtown San Jose. And my understanding is I think there's free parking. And also we'll be there from 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific time. Okay. So come have a chicken tender with us or five. (laughs) Tom doesn't eat a lot. Yes. And who's our interview this week? Who are we talking to? We are talking to Kenlin Foster. And boy, what a treat. Kenlin Foster is the honorable Judge Foster. Ah, this was the judge. Yes, Yes. Yes. And what a fun lady, first of all. And she did some really special things at her jail, which sounds weird. <laughs> she has her own jail. <laughs> she has her own jail. Yeah. She doesn't. 
But I don't want to spoil it, but there's a lot of really cool stuff that she talks about. And of course, her love of Peloton. So a lot of neat stuff happening there. And you definitely want to hear it. Okay. And then what else, pray tell, do you have in store for people this week? Well, we have some lawsuit updates. We have some in the news from the Peloton instructors. We have a visit from Dr. Jen. We're going to talk about mindless eating. Okay. And we hear from some of the instructors like what's going on this week. You can find out why Just Sims has been MIA. Angelo visits us best ways to maximize efforts when you're getting in shape. And then we also have a little discussion about Lululemon coming up, Soul Cycle, and a bunch of past guest updates. Awesome. Well, before we get to all that shameless plugs, don't forget we're available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, iHeart, TuneIn, wherever you find a podcast, you can find us while you're there. Be sure and follow us so you never miss an episode. Maybe leave us a review. That's always helpful. One of the easiest, simplest things you can do to help us out if you're so inclined is share us on us your social media feed. Just if you like Peloton, chances are the people you know like Peloton, and you can just push it out there for them to check it out. So thanks to everybody who did that this week. You can also find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash the clip out while you're there. Like the page, join the group. Don't forget our newsletter. We can get all the links and things sent straight to you. You can sign up for that at theclipout.com. And of course, our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash the clip out. So, you can see me showing off my Saturday 60 sweatshirt. Ah, and it, these s- are really hard to get. And you can so. see me showing off my Smokey the Bear sweatshirt, <laughs> which is really easy to get because it's a Coles. So there's all that. Let's dig in, shall we? We shall. Peloton in the news. So people this week got an interesting email from Peloton mm-hmm. that allows you to opt out of Mother's Day emails. Yes. And so I assume this is if that is triggering for you to see something about Mother's Day, now you can opt out. And this is something people have asked for in the past and Peloton is listening. So my question is, Mm -hmm. why didn't we get one for the UK Mother's Day? Maybe because I don't live in the UK. Yeah, like you think maybe they have maybe it? people did and I just didn't get it because I don't live in the UK. Yeah. If anybody out there in the UK got one before just, the UK Mother's Day. Right. Curious. It would just be interesting to know if they could geolocate it to that degree. It would. It would. Yeah. I'm curious about that too. So yeah, I'm conflicted on this. Like, I mean, it's you know, there's no point in upsetting people for no reason, but I'm well, also sure. like at some point, like, how are you going to avoid the existence of Mother's Day? Like that just seems like a tough road to hoe. I get what you're saying. It's it's tough because there's so many tragedies that can befall anyone. I mean, like my sister died when I was 13 years old in a horrific way. And if I was just like, I don't want to hear about siblings for the rest of right. my life. I mean, yeah. that's just not the way I was raised. And you yeah. know, so I wouldn't even know how to go about telling other people that like, it's just a natural part of life. Like there, people are going to have siblings and they're going to talk about them. And so right. it would be weird if to me, it would be weird to me if I asked other people to not talk about them. But on the flip side, if people have asked for this and Peloton is able to do it, then why not? Yeah, it's low drag and ultimately it doesn't affect me. Yeah. So like I, that was my first thought was just like, how could you possibly avoid it? But I guess this is one less thing that you have to trip over on your path. To, yeah. I'm curious if they'll send out something similar for Father's Day. I was wondering that as well, because yeah. it also seems like you hear this about Mother's Day, but you don't hear it about Father's Day. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. I just feel like. The clamor is louder for Mother's Day than Father's Day. I would agree. I'm not saying it doesn't exist, but I've never seen that men have 
expressed to the same sentiment to not want to see it doesn't yeah. mean it's not out there. I am not the demo. So maybe I'm just not in the men's group where that occurs. Yeah, I could very well be. So for our Australian listeners. Yeah. And we have a story coming up later in the podcast that will be interesting of interest to our Australian listeners. But for our Australian listeners, Zip is now how you can finance your Peloton equipment if you live down under. I guess to them, it's not down under. It's just here. It's just where they live. Yeah. They're like, yeah. we're not down under. No, you're up there. <laughs> you're up yonder. Yeah. We're down. <laughs> we're right where we're supposed to be. You're up yonder. <laughs> and if you say that again, up your yonder. <laughs> yeah. So you might remember that a few weeks ago, a firm exited the Australian market. And when they did, they... <laughs> they were throwing free gifts around like Oprah. Yeah. Like, they forgave, Peloton. They forgave all of the existing bike loans. So now Zip is like, okay, we're taking over where a firm left off. So <laughs> I think all Australians are like, is Zip going to leave too? Yes. If so, now is the time to buy a Peloton. Please do. <laughs> <laughs> but it sounds like Zip has a stronger footing in Australia. So it's like they've added a new client where I guess a firm was trying to crack the market and they didn't crack it as much as they thought. And they just said, ah, we're out. Yeah. That's how I took it too. Yeah. So anyway, if this is of interest to you, then you're probably not listening because you don't have a Peloton yet. So you don't care enough to listen to a podcast about Peloton. That's fair. But on the outside chance that you do, mm. this is how you do it now. Yeah. Australians who listen, share it with your friends who yes. want to get a bike. <laughs> so People Magazine had an article. Yeah. I'm making yeah. air quotes. That's fair. You can't hear it on the podcast. I mean, podcast, you kind of can. But uh, the, the, the tone of your voice was very telling. The nine <laughs> best indoor cycling bikes of 2023 tested and reviewed. And then it's basically just a list of affiliate links in case if you want to buy any of these bikes, please click and, on our page. And so by the money. way, they might get paid for it. Yeah. And by might, they will. Yes. Yeah. I know Sports Illustrated, you sent me a thing, had something like this for power bike or so I don't know. Yeah. It even said at the top, like, we didn't write this. We don't really know if it's real, but <laughs> we might get money. So and click they, away. So click. If you're going to buy one of these, click through from here. Yeah. yeah. So, but uh, that's funny. Peloton got best studio like experience. Now, what I find kind of interesting about this link is that it specifically says it's the bike plus essentials at Dick Sporting Goods. Yeah. So, did Dick specifically pay for this instead of Peloton paying for this? Because I don't know. It's just an interesting little question. It is. Yeah. And they might very well be doing that because Dix doesn't make money if you buy it from Amazon or from Peloton right. Direct. So yeah, they could be driving the train on this one. Who knows? Yeah. I always find those little details interesting. Absolutely. I actually had noticed the same thing and then forgot to mention it because I was losing interest in this People Magazine article while I was talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> because it made you lose brain cells since it was yeah. not an actual article. Yes. <laughs> Peloton in court. So this is another article that's behind a paywall, so we only get a smidge of it because it's really expensive to subscribe to Law 360. But they're saying that Peloton investors ask for OK and a $13.9 million treadmill settlement. So this is from what I can gather with the family who lost a child to the treadmill, correct? Well, it just says the Peloton shareholders have asked for the federal court. So I don't know if because this one, if you read the rest of this, it mm -hmm. says that it would end the claims for the exercise equipment manufacturer misled them about the safety of treadmills. 
that were then taken off the market. So the way I took this uh-huh. is this is another one of those like class action lawsuits. Oh, this isn't where directly with the family. I don't think okay. so. I took this to mean this was one from like a group of people that were like, hey, we were misled about how safe this was. Gotcha. I don't know. That's just my interpretation. Yeah. So it sounds like this particular suit must be pretty close to the end if I guess it sounds like Peloton must have made an offer and the people suing want the offer. They just need to judge to say yes. Is that it your says Peloton shareholders yeah. have asked. So I don't know. That is my interpretation. Right. But it is a little cloudy. Like you said, it's behind a paywall, so it's weird. But that is my interpretation. And I also think we'll probably hear more about this fairly soon, like within a month or two. So we'll probably be able to wrap this one up. Yeah, it's nice to see the more and more the lawsuits getting resolved. They've been kind of on a tear in they that regard. They really have. Yeah. They really have. Peloton stock ticker. Defenseworld.net, which is not a military site, I don't think. <laughs> to my knowledge, it is not. But, but it uh, sounds like it should be. It does. Be like. It does sound like they should be talking about, there's a new line of tanks. <laughs> and we rate them. <laughs> it does. It does. <laughs> Click on the links if you're going to buy your tank <laughs> right here so we get 0.01%. So they have an article about, it says Peloton Interactive now covered by analysts at KeyCorp. And so I guess it's just the different stock brokerage firms and their opinion of the future of Peloton stock. And it is all over the board. Yeah. And really, that is the whole reason I wanted to include this. I've seen a lot of negative coverage this week because last week they were like traffic on the web isn't as good. We talked about that. But I found it interesting that the response, although overall the market is down, I mean, there's no getting around that. The response from the different analysts have been so varied because some people are raising the target price like uh, something W. Baird raised their target price from 12 to $14. And then they gave the company a neutral rating. And then Bernstein lifted their price from 13 to 20. And they did that just but these are in February when they made these changes. Right. Okay. And then there was just some other ones. And then JMP is this JMP securities downgraded Peloton from an outperforming rating to a market perform rating. Yeah. And then Goldman Sachs lifted the price target from 12 to $14 and gave the stock a neutral rating in a research note. And then finally, it says Credit Suisse. 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 Okay. Group lifted their price target on Peloton Interactive from 10 to $12 and gave the company a neutral rating report. So in summation, it says three research analysts have rated the stock with a sell. 14 have assigned it a hold and 10 have assigned it a buy. So really split. And then if you scroll down, there's some other information here that in general, they're talking about how it's up. But again, I just want to be clear that they said that it was up this week, but that it is overall the last quarterly earnings data came from February 1st. And so some of these numbers tend to be from that. So it's a little bit confusing. You got to read through it. But really, the end result is that in the short term, it's been very volatile. But there's a lot of people that are still very mixed on this. And so I just found it interesting. For sure. It is all over the board. And if people want their clickbait headline, they can pull out whatever piece of information they want to harp on, whether everything's great or everything's in the toilet. It's all right here. Yeah. And coming up after this, Dr. Jen is going to talk to us about how to be mindful of mindless eating. So stick around. 
If you're looking to avoid carbs, it's always a challenge trying to find bread that fits in with your keto lifestyle. Right, because you want to make sure that it tastes good and you want to make sure it has good ingredients. So I think Hero Bread does both. Especially when you're in the store, you are overwhelmed with bread choices. Yes. And I've had other breads before that claim to have low net carbs and you are certainly sacrificing taste. Texture, size. Yes. None of that with Hero Bread. No, because sometimes on the ones that have the low net carbs, they have like no substance to it. <laughs> it's like eating air. It is. And Hero Bread actually really tasted good and it felt like a solid piece of bread. Like I did not feel like I was giving up something. I was surprised at how big each slice of bread was. Here's the real test of a piece of bread. (laughs) I didn't make a sandwich with these. I just had toast. Which you love because you have toast almost every day. I do. It was the (laughs) best textured bread of this sort that I've ever had. And if you're doing the math, it's zero to one grams of net carbs, zero gram sugar and high in fiber. So don't give up being a breadhead. Hero Bread is offering 10% off your order. Go to Hero.co and use code TCO at checkout. That's TCO at H-E-R-O dot C-O. Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses and then you lose or break them. I would agree. So what do we do about that? Well, that's where Gooder comes in. Their sunglasses are $25 each. So nobody likes to throw away $25, but it's a lot better than throwing away a hundred or more dollars on a pair of broken sunglasses, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I have to say that's not my favorite part about Gooder. My favorite part about Gooder is that when I run, they don't slip, they don't bounce, and they're a hundred percent polarized. Um, and they also come in like a million different colors and styles. For your $25, you're not sacrificing comfort, safety, or style. If you want to support the show and pick up a pair, Gooder is giving the Clipout listeners free shipping on their first order. Just go to Gooder.com slash TCO. That's G-O-O-D-R.com and use code TCO to get free shipping. Gooder offers a 30-day money-back guarantee and 100% satisfaction. Find your pair at Gooder.com slash TCO and use code TCO to get free shipping. Getting this psychological edge with Dr. Jen. Joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Dr. Jen Mann, licensed marriage, family, and child therapist and sports psychology consultant. You may know her from VH1's Couples Therapy with Dr. Jen or VH1's Family Therapy with Dr. Jen or her long-running radio show, The Dr. Jen Show. She's written four best-selling books, including The Relationship Fix, Dr. Jen's Six-Step Guide to Improving Communication, Connection, and Intimacy. It's Dr. Jen. Hello. 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 I miss those shows. I know you do, too. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so one of our listeners has a question for you, Courtney Fields. She is struggling to keep her eating, and these are her quotes, tight and on track. Man, do I love to snack and graze. Working out is never my problem. I need someone to keep me out of the kid's snack shelf in the pantry. (laughs) Help. (laughs) Okay. Well, first of all, it sounds like she's doing a lot of mindless eating. It does. So the first thing is to really start to be more mindful. And to you guys have heard me talk a million times about the hunger scale, and but maybe she hasn't. And that is a scale from zero to 10, five being neutral, where you rate your hunger. 10 is the fullest you've ever been, Thanksgiving full, your stomach is going to like tear open, you're so full. 
Five is neutral. Zero is you fainted. You're on the floor. You're so hungry. Like you can't move. So if you think about it this way, a four is, I think I'm hungry. I'm not quite sure. A three is, I'm definitely hungry. You're not questioning it. A two is where you're starting to not feel so good. You're over hungry. Maybe you're cranky. Maybe your stomach is grumbling. And then a one is where you're really starting to feel dizzy. You're starting to really not feel well. You're going to cut a bitch. You're totally going to cut a bit. Yeah. <laughs> and you're hangry. <laughs> and on the other side of that five is a six is I could tell that I've eaten, but I could run down the block if I needed to. A seven is I'm full. An eight is I'm now uncomfortable full. And a nine is I'm starting to be in pain. So what you want to do is when you go to reach for that snack, ask yourself, where am I on the hunger scale? And if you are a five, which is neutral, or anything above a five, don't have the snack. But allow yourself to have the snack, but just wait until your body is actually asking for it. Because when we're hungry, our body is asking for fuel, and we need to fuel it. So maybe you pick your snack and you say, okay, I'm going to wait until I'm a four, and then I'll have a snack. If you're saying a snack, it's probably not that much food, and that will take you from a four to a five. The other thing that I would recommend doing is to really look at what you're eating, you may be someone who your body just really likes to have a lot of little small meals throughout the day. And that really works for you, but you are judging yourself for it. And you're critical of what your body wants, in which case, let's work on getting rid of these ideas of how you should eat, and really work on listening to your body and respecting that that's what your body wants. The other part that I would recommend looking at is how you're eating in between those snacks. Are you eating meals that are satisfying? Are you depriving yourself too much? Are you not eating the foods that you really love? Or are you trying to not eat certain foods like carbs or sugars or whatever it is? Maybe you're depriving yourself too much and your body is craving these things because you haven't given yourself enough of that kind of fuel that your body wants. So then you're kind of in between kind of veering towards it And then the third thing I would ask that you look at is, psychologically speaking, are you using food to avoid thinking about something else? That sometimes we get, we reach for a food because maybe we're going through some stress or we're thinking about a painful time in our life or there's some trauma that we haven't really processed. So we look to food to calm ourselves, to soothe ourselves, to distract ourselves. And then we get obsessive about like, oh, I ate this thing. And then we start thinking about, oh, I'm so mad at myself that I ate that. And when we go down that spiral, a lot of the time we're distracting ourselves from other things that are more painful and more difficult to think about. So it could be, it can pull you in a lot of directions. Like it's not just about hunger or not hunger. There's a lot of things that can be going on there. What do you do when you're eating because you're bored? I think that you have to look at where am I not finding fulfilling things in my life? What kind of hobbies do I have? What kind of passion projects am I doing? What kind of books am I reading? And I think that one of the things I see a lot is complacency, that it's so easy to pick up our damn phones Mm -hmm. and just start going down the TikTok or Instagram spiral. And before we know it, hours have gone by and then we're not fulfilled. Like, Even when we're entertained, we're kind of bored underneath it. And we don't tend to feel good about ourselves when we go down that spiral. But if you create something, if you make a collage, if you go for a walk, if you paint a picture, if you do something creative, if you even do a crossword puzzle, a word search, 
you're going to feel a whole lot better about yourself than sitting going down the social media spiral. Just to be clear, though, it, except if you're on Clip Hot Crystal's Instagram or Dr. Exactly. Jen's Instagram. And, and look, truth, and, 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 I'm, and all joking aside, I do think when we are learning, we feel better about ourselves. And I think in particular, the kind of crowd that is watching this show is, as we've talked about, I think it's a lot of type A's like me and you. It's a lot of people who are looking to grow, a lot of people who are looking to have better workouts, expand their minds. And these kind of people in particular need to make sure that they're consistent with that. Yeah, definitely. It's very different sitting and watching the clip out or a documentary or a podcast about how to improve your brain or your nutrition or anything like that than sitting and just watching a bunch of like cats looking at each other. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> I love a good cat Instagram. Like I live for that, but it's not, well, I get a little bit of a serotonin rush for five seconds. When I walk away from it, I don't feel deeply satisfied. I agree with that. Yeah. I find that I really need to do projects while I sit and watch TV or something like that. Or if it's like a half hour, that's fine. But if it's like, if we're like binging, I need to do something yeah. else while I do it. <laughs> exactly. exactly. And also for anyone who is finding themselves going to the snack and is thinking, oh, you know what? It's that first thing. I'm not being mindful of my eating. I want to recommend I have an app called No More Diets that has videos in it. It's got the hunger scale. It's got a food log where you can practice rating your hunger and a lot of great tools. Very helpful. Very awesome. good tool. Well, thank you so much for all that. Until next time, where can people find you? People can find me on all my social media at Dr. Jen Mann, two ends on Jen, two ends on man. And also I'm going to be speaking at the California Association of Marriage and Family Therapists. Oh, very fancy. Congrats. Yes. A keynote speaker. Super fancy. Yeah. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, that's really cool. That is really cool. And I guess we should say you won't have any cat licking videos uh, on I, your Instagram. Well, I do. I do. <laughs> so I'm on my story right now. I cannot lie. I can appreciate a good one, but you don't want to be watching them for hours. <laughs> okay. It's like enough. intuitive eating, but for social media, it's intuitive Instagram. It's okay <laughs> to have a cat video, right? Exactly. You but want you a have... little bit of fun food, right. a little bit of brain candy with some cats, yeah. but then you also want to balance it out with some other good Don't stuff. Don't deny yourself the cat video, or exactly. then now you villainized it and you can't stop it. So, well, <laughs> thank, you. thank you so much. Instructors in the news. Jess Sims has been MIA for a little bit now. And people might have been wondering where she is. And she finally gave us some information. Yeah. And to be clear, she had announced this last week before one of her boot camp classes, but it was in the pre-show. So a lot of people missed it. But she said that she had announced at that time that she was in the process of freezing her eggs. And she's fine. The process went fine, but it does take a few days of recovery. So she is doing that as well. And she said she might take a few more days. She doesn't know yet. Awesome. <laughs> so congrats to Jess. Yeah, that's absolutely. A cool, that's a cool step. For sure. Good for her. Yeah, absolutely. Last week, Leanne Hainsby was on the Today Show. Yes, she was. She was discussing her breast cancer diagnosis. Then she also did a an essay that she posted on the Today Show website. But wanted to follow up on this because, one, there was a really strong reaction to this video. She was very, very forthcoming, very transparent, and everyone found it incredibly inspiring. 
But also her main message, and I feel like it needs to be amplified in any way that we can, is trust your gut because her first doctor told her that even though she had a lump, it was no big deal. Don't worry about it. And um, what? yeah. And she insisted on getting a second opinion. And that doctor allowed her to get a scan. And boy, wouldn't the world be different if she had not pushed for that. For sure. And, and I, I wonder how that works over there because it's socialized medicine. Mm -hmm. So like if it's a government thing and I'm not even trying to get political, but like here, if you want a second opinion, I think relatively easy to go find another doctor and get one. I don't know how it works under a system like that. I don't either. I'm not clear how that does work, but that is a great question. And we have a lot of people from the UK that listen. So if there's somebody that wants to fill us in on that, we would love to hear the details. Anyway, I think that it's important to pass it on for people to hear. Like, sure. like when you feel like something's just not right, just listen. And that's really scary, too, because beyond it, maybe not being the best advice. I mean, clearly, based on results, it was not the best advice. But like, it's really easy for someone in that position. I could see you absolutely doing this of not wanting to go to another doctor. And so you just go, doctor says, cool. So like, whatever, I'm going to roll with it. Absolutely. And because you hate to go to the doctor, as a lot of people do. And I, mean, I don't think anybody loves it. But well, no, but, but also if somebody tells you nothing's wrong, like it's all in your head. And like we are trained from children to believe whatever certain people tell us in their positions of power. And sure. doctors are so smart. They know everything. And yeah. so if they tell you everything's fine, why would you not believe everything's fine? And they're telling you what you want to hear. So it's yeah. even easier to believe what they're telling you what you want to hear, which is everything's fine. Yeah. So it would have been so easy for her to just walk away and be like, well, guess I'm good. Until it, things got out of hand yeah. and a lot harder to fix. Yeah. It's really scary how very differently this could have gone. Absolutely. Emma Lovewell's book is close to coming out and she has a special event on Tuesday, May 2nd, a virtual book event that will be moderated by Phoebe Robinson. So remind me who Phoebe Robinson is. Do you know? I have no idea. Okay. Well, this is going to be, like you said, on Tuesday, May 2nd at 7 p.m. Eastern. And I am curious to hear how this goes, because whatever you hear moderated, there's going to be lots of questions coming in. So One I'm, would think. I'm curious to hear what kind of questions there are yeah, and how sure. she answers them. And while we're on the topic of Emma, she also will be in Park West in Chicago, Illinois on May 17th as part of her book tour. Yeah. And she's going to be discussing it, but also there's going to be a pre-signed book that comes with your ticket. So if you get a ticket to this event, you also get a book that is signed by Emma. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, absolutely. Robin Arzan was inducted into her high school alma mater, alma mater, alma mater. <laughs> alma mater. Where did that come from? I don't know. <laughs> the high school she went to. <laughs> Their Hall of Fame. I didn't even know high schools had a Hall of Fame. Yeah, well, yeah. I had no idea. Yeah. Like shows you how much attention I was paying in high school. I was like, get me the F out of here. It also shows you you didn't make the cut. Yeah, clearly. My high school yeah. was out of business. So, so I mean, I wouldn't have made the cut. I was like, but, so maybe you made the cut. You'll just never know. Yeah. I feel like I'm pretty safe that I would not have. But they remember that permanent record thing. This is where it comes into play. Yeah. Right. Your yeah. permanent record. They look at it and they go. 
No Hall of Fame for you. See, my high school, if you weren't a football player, they didn't care. Yeah. <laughs> See, I went to a Catholic school, so it was soccer. Oh, yeah. yeah they had never even heard of soccer in, back in the day. Yeah. I'm just kidding. I don't know if they did or not. They certainly didn't play it. Um, like in our school, we were so bad at football. Our homecoming game was a soccer game. What? Because they wanted to be able to win the Their homecoming, homecoming game. Because this football team, our football team was so bad. I feel like I'm on Johnny Carson. Yeah, you Our sound like game was so bad. <laughs> they actually asked me to join it. Oh, dear God. Yes. Our football team was so good that we beat everybody. We were the state champions for well, yeah, years. You grew up in Jeff City. Yeah. And it's the middle of the state. Mm -hmm. So that stuff is super important there. And the school district feeds for like 200 mile radius yeah it's and, very rural and so it's like they scoop up so many kids and they won't break it up into different school yeah. districts even this, though it should be this last in fact it was just two years ago they finally finally built a second high school because they had no choice and it was a lot of arguments over where those lines were kind of look like this yeah <laughs> it looks like a gerrymandered district that's exactly yeah. what it looks like yeah but they have two football teams now I don't even know. Gotcha. I have no idea. All I'm, I can think of is the like the last two seasons of Friday Night Lights. That's exactly what and I was it's thinking. It's so of. stupid that they draw the line so weird because it's temporary, right? You're right. just doing it to get a certain kid, and then in two years that kid's going to be gone, and I now know. you got these weird lines. Like what? I mean, it's, it's so short sighted when they do that, but. It made for good drama on Friday Night Lights, though. It did, which yes. is a great TV show if you haven't watched it. It should. is. In the meantime, congrats to Robin. Yes. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> this was actually about this her. This her thing. <laughs> She's in their high school hall of fame. Yeah. Or whatever high school she went to. Yeah. Oh, there Abington it is. Senior High. Yeah. She so, graduated in 99. Congrats to her. Very June cool. June 14th. That seems so late. The East Coast, man. Yeah. That East Coast, the, they are all the mid-June. In all seriousness, it always cracks me up because like when Jen Sherman does like Yacht Rock or whatever, and they talk about the summer, it always starts like we're wrapping up summer here. And right. they're like, the summer's starting. And I'm like, what? We, we've been on three vacations. I'm ready to send these kids back. I don't even know what you're talking about. Anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Brian's last day of school is what? Like May, May 12th. May 12th. Yeah. And he's a senior. So they kick him on a little early. But his graduation's on May 19th. Yeah. And it's like. And hers was on June 14th. Yep. That's crazy because it's our school years are all based around farming. Yeah. It's a little different here. <laughs> it's a lot different. <laughs> Kendall Tool was featured in Swagger Magazine, which is Robin Arzon's publication. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I shockingly. Yeah. No. What's funny is whenever I saw this, I was confused because I was like, I saw Swagger. Thought, right. I thought Robin. And I was like, but this is Kendall. Yeah. Right. Like what? I was so confused. I'm so yeah. conflicted. Yeah. So, yeah, it was a huge feature on Kendall and how awesome she is and how she's just so amazing and everyone loves her. So and of course, that's true. But this is like several pages long. It yeah, it looks like it's a big spread. one. Yeah. yeah. Looks like if this was like a physical magazine, this would be the cover. I would agree. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, congrats to her. Yeah, absolutely. Anna Greenberg took to the gram to show off her house or the progress on their house as they're remodeling it. Yeah. She said that it's still a work in progress, but they were very close. And I mean, wow, some of these pictures, I'm like, where the hell is this house? Because I know they have to live close to the studio. Right. <laughs> and I'm like, 
I didn't even know they had houses this big in New York. <laughs> like I know, these rooms so, are ginormous. It's so weird when like you drill down in New York and you find out that there are actually houses there. Like, like right? as someone from the Midwest, it's like New York is just well, it's all apartment buildings. Right. It's all it's, Manhattan to us. It's either Manhattan <laughs> or tenements. Right. Like that's there's that's no it. middle ground. I'm like, there's a place where they have houses. What? <laughs> and New- they have giant rooms. Yeah. Like giant. Okay. So. <laughs> but, yeah, but I would guess you have to be a. Uh, Doing okay for yourself. I would think that is true, yeah. Coming up after this, we're going to talk to Angelo from MetPro. Everybody always wants to know when you're putting in the effort to get in shape, what's going to get you the most bang for your buck, right? You don't want to waste any second. You want to get to the finish line as quickly as possible. Well, Angelo has all sorts of tips on what you can do to maximize your gains. So stick around. Clip out. Joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Angelo from MetPro. I normally say here to answer your fitness and nutrition questions, but this week, screw you. <laughs> We're not doing your questions. Such a gentleman. That's he is, right? We, we have our own thing. We do. Yeah, we do. Because I've heard Angelo talk about this thing called, and this is a mouthful, statistical behavioral modification hierarchy. What the heck does that mean? Can That's you, my question. Can you translate that into people? <laughs> yeah, let's do that. <laughs> that that's a mouthful, huh? Yes. Okay. So it's really a very nerdy way of saying, I want to get in shape. What's the most important thing I should be doing? And if I'm already doing that, what's the second most important thing? Okay. And so we actually have a list, an entire list that is not just whimsical. It's actually built off of a statistical analysis of, okay, I mean, Crystal, as you know, we're evaluating clients in real time each day. With MetPro, of course, we have an extra layer of analysis data sets that we're able to really extract great, great quality data from. And so what we've been able to do is really put together a hierarchy. And I guarantee the first one on this list, even though I've talked about it with you guys several times in previous episodes... It'll still surprise you, but hang on. Let me guess. The first thing on the list, number one on the list. It, it depends. It depends. <laughs> <laughs> it depends. <laughs> yes, it does depend. It's true. It's true. It does depend. Yeah. But if we had to pick one specific marker, in other words, I'm looking at somebody's adherence scores. And it's very easy with MetPro. It makes it super easy for somebody to record what they've done without having to spend 10 minutes translating. They just literally click a button and I can see, okay, which of the meals did they get on their meal plan? Which of the meals did they miss? If they did have junk food, okay, what category is it in? And based on what their meal plan assignment looks like, they're given a statistical analysis of how close we're getting to that meal plan. If we're way off or if we're pretty close, the number one biggest predictor of success, mid-afternoon snack. Really? Mid-afternoon snack. Yep. And we've talked about that a lot because... If somebody is consistently getting their mid-afternoon snack, it's a little bit gaming the system, but it's usually a good indicator that multiple other things are falling into place also. You know, everybody used to say breakfast is the most important meal of the day. Well, based on the data, it's actually an afternoon snack (laughs) that's the most important meal of the day. So here's why that is. We've talked about this before. 
If you have a mid-afternoon snack consistently, it means you're doing some level of advanced preparation. That's really what it gets down to. And the person who's doing some level of advanced preparation usually is also eating a consistent breakfast. So it's not the snack itself that's a magic bullet. It's a canary in a coal mine. That's true. It is. But also remember, most people between breakfast and lunch, they only go about four hours. But between lunch and dinner, that is where we run into all kinds of problems. We get busy. We're hectic. We have lunch at noon. And then we often don't eat till 730, 8, at night sometimes. So in that amount of time, blood sugar gets destabilized. We run into all kinds of problems that set you up for issues with eating the right things in the evening, cravings, et cetera, et cetera. So if you can do one thing, start with a mid-afternoon snack. Okay. Prepare something healthy. The second thing is breakfast. Okay. Our clients that are checking off breakfast, it okay, they're ones that are progressive. The third thing, exercise mm-hmm. regularity. Regularity. Now, Interesting. That's the key. Not intensity. It's just, oh, you got to bench over 250 pounds. <laughs> oh, you got to do lunge. No, it's not even considering what exercise they're doing. It's frequency. Frequency first. It's funny because when you said, what do you think the number one thing is to do? I, my, the first thing I thought was something. <laughs> yes. Do something. That's exactly right. Yeah. Do something. Because so often, and this is happens to guys more often, my weekend warriors, we remember the warrior days. And we're playing high school ball or college ball. Don't and remember any of that. None of that. Well, the other guys do. This one's not for you, Tom. High school. Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> I remember. You might have gotten some cardio in. You might have gotten some cardio and you laughed when or I, something. When, I, when we would run, make our little Caesars run. I might remember that. Does that count as cardio? No. What if I have it as a mid-afternoon snack? <laughs> Don't eat your Dungeons and Dragons. Not. I meant the little Caesars. Oh, the little Caesars. Yeah. <laughs> Bob legit kills me every time. I know. Oh, it's you, a gift. You can't eat the tools of Dungeons and Dragons. You'll choke. That's why they're called die. <laughs> so here's the scenario you have the weekend warrior guy and he goes to the gym and he's got that work ethic and he does this knockdown drag out brawl workout where he kills it but then he doesn't go back for six weeks it's just it doesn't help anything start smaller Live below your means. (laughs) Why? Because the most important thing is the habit. Once you're exercising consistently, I'm going to say really the magic number is three times a week really starts making a difference. But work towards daily, five, six days a week, small amounts of exercise. Once you have that in place, then layer on, okay, let's bump up the intensity. Let's get more specific in the activity. It's establishing the habit first is what we're finding because that's based on a statistical analysis of individuals that are the most progressive. And what we've learned is that somebody who is consistently exercising greater than two days a week, independent of intensity, is on average losing 34% more weight. So there is something to that. There is something to that. After that, the next item on the list is accountability. So, of course, at MetPro, it's what we do, but you can have accountability at home simply with a friend, a spouse, 
a neighbor, talk about it. If you're on a diet and you don't tell anyone you're on a diet, your odds, or if you're on an exercise routine, I just shouldn't say on a diet. If you're eating healthy. If you've made a lifestyle change. <laughs> yes, there it is, Tom. Talk about it verbally admit to it. And what it's going to do is it's going to help solidify in your mind as it's going to be a focus because you're not going to want to go back on that. So accountability. I'm just laughing because I'm the one who spent a year doing tonal before I told anybody. (laughs) You told me. I told you. But you're the opposite of most people. Like if I had said, Tom, did you work out today? He would have stopped working out all the time forever. But because I did nothing and I said nothing and he had decided to do it, he could do it. But that's not most people. Yeah. It is not yeah. most people. <laughs> and you had the motivation of a reveal. You're not going to believe this, but. That, that wasn't my motivation, honestly. Yeah. yeah, like, but, yeah. but I still know what you're saying. And yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> I'm not the canary in the coal mine. I'm more like the Labrador retriever in the coal mine. <laughs> yeah. I don't even fully understand that. Well, yeah, because you're just, just like, what is he doing here? <laughs> All I can think of is uh, Doug from Up. Yes. <laughs> Squirrel. Don't, don't make me get the, the cone of shame. <laughs> it's amazing how wide we just can digress. Oh. And just go. It's my superpower. It is. It is. All right. There's only a few things left on the list. Okay. After accountability, then planned lunches. In other words, people that are checking off consistently lunches. That's kind of that next level of, okay, I'm in it. That means typically there's some preparation or planning involved, thinking ahead about lunches. After that, sleep hygiene. Now, you could absolutely make an argument that you could put that in number one place because if you're not getting enough sleep, nothing works. It's just that one's a little bit harder to quantify. It's a little more ambiguous. You yeah. can tell when somebody is having severe sleep problems, everything comes to a you know a screeching halt. But basically what we can say is you're going to progress to a point and if you don't address it and it's an ongoing problem, you're only going to progress so far. So we put that one on the list right before the next one, which is back to exercise optimization. Now's where okay, I'm having some consistency in my meals. I am already exercising regularly. Now we're going to focus on the best use of my exercise time and adding some intensity. And then finally, after that, this is people that are fully committed to a structured plan, planned dinners, which is by far the hardest meal to have planned and planned cheat meals. So in other words, that's where I'm following a routine and I can tell you when my next event or day or time to have cheesecake is going to be. And I'm not going to eat cheesecake between now and then. I love that. Wow. Okay, that's super helpful. Okay, so start with that mid-afternoon snack. Work backwards. Get the exercise in. Get something. Just do something. And those are good kind of things to fall back on if you feel like you're starting to struggle. Like, which one of these have I maybe fallen away on yeah 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 here's the quick recap for somebody wants to jot them down one mid-afternoon snack two breakfast three exercise consistency do something simple do something quick consistency four accountability five planned lunches six sleep hygiene seven training optimization and then eight is where you're structured with planned dinners and cheat meals 
Excellent. Well, thank you so much for all that. And if people want stuff like that tailored for their fitness journey, where can they find you? They can find us at metpro.co slash TCO. Wonderful. Thank Thank you. Checking out the competition. Bloomberg.com this week reported that Lululemon is exploring the sale of mirror, which really shows you if you really stick to it, eventually you will sell one of these things. (laughs) So congratulations to Lululemon. We knew you could do it. So we look forward to your second sale of a mirror. That's what this is about, right? Yeah. 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 Uh, So they bought this in 2020. Yeah. And I think they had big plans. I think they Everybody were Everybody had big plans in 2020 if you were in Connected Fitness. <laughs> yeah, it was, a, it was a different time. If you were Connected Fitness or Moderna, you had big plans in 2020. Yeah. So they felt like it was going to take off and they were going to be able to like put their instructors in Lululemon gear and sell it. And it was going to be like a really good win-win. Plus, vertical they would integration. Be, yeah, right? yeah. And they would be in the connected fitness world, which right. how could that be a bad thing? In 2020, it just seemed like a no-brainer. Right. But we what, always had questions. Right. See, what they didn't factor in was that they bought Mirror. And it was a TV that you it's, just hang on your wall. Sideways TV with sweating the oldies on it. But I will say people who have these now, they love them and they say that the content is great. I don't know if it still does. It had live content and people really enjoyed it and they enjoyed getting shout outs and things, all the stuff that you got on Peloton. But you just did different workouts. However, we've been noticing there has been a huge, uh, <laughs> they've been basically giving these things yeah, away. Yeah, we talked about this, I think, a few weeks ago, just how drastically the prices have dropped on these things. We were just like, are they getting out of the mirror business and they just want to get them out of their storerooms or what's going on here? And so I guess this is what's going on here is they want to wring every nickel out of it they can. But you would think that's going to make it harder to sell, right? Like if you drive the price down, then you're driving the perceived value down. And then somebody buys the company and says, okay, they're $1,000 again or $1,500 or whatever they were. Because we've seen them as low as like, what, like 600 bucks? Yeah, I was thinking 900 but somewhere in that range. I mean, we yeah. saw some really, we, it dropped and then it dropped again. That's true. And uh, I don't trust my memory these days. Sure. Like, so if um, you say 600 I believe you. I, for some reason, 695 sticks in my head. But like, it was jaw-dropping. Whereas like, if it wasn't for the monthly fee that comes attached to it, I could see people buying at that price point because like, why not? Mm-hmm. It's like the price of two guides. It is. Yeah. I mean, I think that this is smart for Lululemon to get rid of it. I cannot imagine who's going to buy it. And what are they going to do with it? Like, are they going to? My question is, who are the people that are looking to buy it? Because I can't believe that they could put any content on it that would make any difference. And what I mean by that is to make it substantial enough to change up the pace, like where it's headed. That's Uh, what I mean by that. Agreed. To me, the only point in buying this thing would be to get it out of the market. Like if you're a competitor, you just buy it just to make it go away. So it's one less thing you got to worry about. Yeah, but I also don't think that one, it's that big of a threat to anybody. Not anymore. Two, I don't know that it's anything that you could really prevent from because I mean, Echelon's got a version of it. The they reflect. do. Yeah. But also it's like at the end of the day, like we would keep going back to it's a TV hung sideways. It doesn't seem like that's really groundbreaking technology that's hard to replicate if somebody bought tonal to make it go away which we have no reason to think this is just pure analogy but if somebody bought tonal to make it go away tonal is a very unique 
product that you can't just easily replicate if one because it's high tech and it's difficult Two, there are patents you would probably be infringing upon but on this it's just a glorified streaming device like if somebody wanted to recreate it it would not be difficult I wholeheartedly agree. I just don't see the point in anybody buying this. I don't know what's going to happen. And I feel bad because the people who invested in this, like they bought one, like they could end up with a brick. Like people have said to me, do you think that Tonal is going to end up a brick on your wall? No, I don't. Mirror? I am not confident. Yeah. Like I'm not saying that will happen. Not what I'm saying. But I do not have the confidence level that I do for Peloton or Tonal for the mirror. And I will say that could be a problem for the industry as a whole that people will remember that one of these companies went out of business and left And then everybody. they'll get it confused. And, right. And then that will slow people down in terms of buying the next thing. Absolutely. People still say to me today, oh, did you get one of those mirrors? No, it's a tonal. It's yeah. not a mirror. <laughs> They're completely different. Yes. <laughs> but, Very much so. But to the people who aren't like totally up to their neck in it like we are, they right. don't necessarily know that. So we will keep our eye on it and keep you updated as this continues to develop. And speaking of products you forgot existed, SoulCycle. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, for real, I did forget they existed. SoulCycle. We had two listeners reach out. We did. With us about this one. Yeah. Sam Jones and... uh, I loved him and Flash Gordon. (laughs) And then another member who only wanted to go by their leaderboard name, Yeah, Aaron. They both got emails this week after six years. Like, they took a class, maybe two, six years years ago and then boom all of a sudden getting this email they got the sup yeah they did (laughs) hey you up we've missed you come back to soul cycle (laughs) (laughs) now they are doing a 30-day challenge so my guess is this went out to like everybody in their database but it's just interesting that That they are casting the net that wide that they're going back six years People who haven't interacted with their brand in six years. That's a lot of digging. That's a lot of digging. For sure. We'll keep our eye on what's going on with SoulCycle, too. Yes. Past guest update. The Boston Marathon was this week. Monday. Monday. And past guest CJ Albertson once again had a very good showing. He did. He finished 12th this year. Last year, he finished 13th. He was the fourth American overall. And we are incredibly proud of him. And he's so funny. He was like, Yeah, I went out too hard again. I know I shouldn't have. (laughs) But damn, I felt good doing it. He's like so not apologetic. He said that he ran his fastest that he had run in a long time and it felt really good. He felt like himself out there. Yeah. I love that he is that self-aware to know how he feels. And he's still like, I mean, how do you even compare at this point other than by tenths of a second of how amazing you are? Because all of these people are amazing elite athletes. They're all amazing. Yeah, his time was two minutes. Two hours. Two hours. Yeah, two minutes. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah, he'd be starring in the new Flash movie. <laughs> two hours, 10 minutes, and 33 seconds. Yeah, he was hoping to break the 30-second. Like, he was hoping to come in just under 210, but he didn't quite get there. Gotcha. 210.30, I think, was his mark. Yeah, and says he did the first half at 62.20. Yeah, That's crazy. 13 miles in an hour, you know. Yeah. No big. And then he was on, well, then these are just some pictures from the Boston Marathon. And there's him. And he came in, what, fourth among Americans? Yes, fourth American overall. Yeah. And then he was also on another pod. I can't tell if there's a podcast or an Instagram live because it's on Instagram, but talking about his training. And that says he does 
in a week when he's training 178 miles yeah. in a week. I mean, what? That is longer than the distance it is to get from here to Jeff City, you know? Yeah. Jeez Louise. Three hours at 60 miles an hour. That's insane. In a car. Yeah. Yeah, he does that. There was another great picture of him training this week. And he said, if you want to have that great downstep picture, which is like whenever you're running and you like have your left foot hit the ground or your right foot hit the ground and they snap a photo of just that moment. Uh And every single one of the muscles in his legs was completely lit up. And he said, if you want a great downstep photo, don't skip leg day. I thought you would appreciate that (laughs) (laughs) because you never skip leg day. I don't skip it. I hate it, but I do it because I always do the programs and I always feel weird if I like to skip a whole day. I just can't bring myself to do it. So I just bite my tongue and power through I mean, that's what you got to do it's but i have great legs you do have great legs but <laughs> oh, congratulations legs, to cj though. alberts and all of the boston runners also we had another past guest that was in the boston marathon we sure did do you remember erica mclean she was our tarot, She's card, tarot card lady yeah, yeah. so well, she already knew she was gonna do one <laughs> And she knew she was going to rock it. And she did. She raised a lot of money for the organization she had been raising money for. And we are so proud of her. We were cheering her on and she did an amazing job. So congrats to Erica. See, that's why I couldn't be a tarot card reader because I'd be like, okay, cards say that I'm going to do great. So might as well just sit back and do nothing. No real reason to do it now. (laughs) We already know the outcome. Exactly. And it was not the Boston Marathon, but past guest Carrie Sokol is running in the London Marathon. She sure is. She takes off on a plane on Thursday, I believe. So by the time you're hearing this, she'll be in London. And then I think it's over the weekend. So it sounds like maybe, maybe she's on her journey to do all the world majors as if she hasn't done enough. (laughs) Well, good luck to her. Good luck to Carrie. We love you. And it's been quite a month for her. So we have been thinking about her. Peloton Celebrity Sightings. I came upon this on the Twitter machine, Jimmy Barnes. Now, he is a big deal in Australia. He's a singer from down yonder or the opposite of up yonder. (laughs) And he, I guess, had a hip operation. It's been 18 weeks in that he is uh, recuperating by using his Peloton. So apparently he's a big Peloton user. That's awesome. But he's a very famous singer down there and he's written a couple books that are very popular. And yeah, he's a big deal. He did a duet, I guess, in the 80s in Australia with Tina Turner of Simply the Best. Like, down there, it's a duet between the two of them. Really? Yeah. That's so cool. Yeah. And he's got a great voice. I'm not trying to be but, like, you look at him, he just looks kind of like a regular old kind of old guy, right? Like, I mean, he's probably, I'm guessing, early to mid-60s. And, like, when you hear him sing... He surprises you. Yes, he's really good. Wow. Like, I mean, he's super famous down there. So, anyway, just another celebrity sighting. That, like I said, that means something probably more for our Australian listeners, but it's out there. That's awesome. In case you missed it. Peloton has released their Mother's Day collection. In the U.S. In Mother's the US, Day collection. Right, they did the, so are these, is it the same? No. Oh. Well, it's kind of the same-ish. It said Peloton Mum in the U.K. It says okay. Peloton Mum in the U.S., and it seemed to me that they had only like the bright pink, like the bubblegum pink leggings bra and the gray tank top in the UK. Mm-hmm. And it seems to me also that the US got a floral set as well as a set of scrunchies that I don't believe the scrunchies might have been over on the UK. I didn't spend a lot of time digging around. 
Um, I think over there they call them crinklies. They might. I don't know. They, they just got might. They got a different word for everything. I love how they're like, oh, I need some dinner for the takeaway. I'm going to have yes. some takeaway for my dinner. <laughs> <laughs> it kills me. <laughs> it was actually, it's just a little shout out to the UK. One of our UK listeners that got me the sweatshirt. Oh. So I got to give props to a special person out there. You know who you are. Thank you very much. And also we have new levels of lane break for people. We do. Yeah. And this actually dropped like a week ago, but That's I have what the segments called in case you missed it. I know. <laughs> and I did miss it because I have not been lane breaking lately, but uh, oh, I'll have to get a new sweeper made. Hang on. Here we go. In case Crystal missed it. <laughs> <laughs> and this one is spinning session seven. There is a 30 minute level featuring a bunch of people that I honestly have no idea who they are, <laughs> but they also have a 15 minute club classics featuring a few people that I recognize. Okay. One. I was Tori, like one. Tori, Tori Amos. Tori Amos. Yeah, That's like, who I know. I recognize none of these other names. Yeah. And but, I would never put Tori in a club mix. So it's got to be a remix. It's got to be. Yeah. Because. Yeah, Otherwise, I don't get it. Well, you can take that class and find out and report back to us. I can. I almost took a lane break today. I literally, I said, hey, Siri, flip a coin for me. And I named the rower heads and the lane break tails. And it came up with heads. So I had to do a row. There you go. What you going to do? You're going to row. You mean you just told us that. <laughs> we know exactly what you're going to do. There was absolutely no suspense in that question. I'll reframe. Of, of Next kind. time, I will reframe. Okay. Okay. And coming up after this, we're going to talk to Kenlyn Foster, the Honorable Kenlyn Foster. She's a judge, so hopefully I can get out of this without being incarcerated. <laughs> it's, oh, we'll see. Fingers crossed. Checking in with the Peloton community. Joining us today via the magic of ZoomTube is Kenlyn Foster. Hey, how's it going? Hi. Hi, thank you for having me. Oh, thank you for being here. I'm, I'm very nervous. I should say the honorable <laughs> Kenlyn Foster, right? Is this the well, first time in my had... day job, I'm honorable. Right? <laughs> Fair enough. Nice. Yeah. Like even more now. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like this is the first time we've had a judge on the clip out, though. I think so. I think it is yeah. that yeah. we know okay. of. Maybe they didn't tell us. Yes, somebody you know? didn't. That's... Yeah, they hid it. Yeah. Do you ever hide it from uh -huh. people? Where you're like, ah, yes. this person doesn't need to know. Do you? Yes. Do you? Yes. So because I'm a former prosecutor and I still do some adult stuff too. I still preside over criminal cases for adults too. So restaurants, you're going out, you see people and you just put your head down because you don't want them spitting in your food. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Oof. That yeah. sounds rough. Okay. And then people in the community will see me and they'll say, oh, I had this case in front of you, you know, and I'm really mad at you because you gave so-and-so custody. And so you just keep your head down. Gosh, yeah, I can't I imagine. I can't imagine because, well, first of all, we've never seen our judge out in public. I don't even. Although, honestly, I don't, I don't even know, know that if, I'd recognize if I would him. recognize him or her. In Missouri, you don't go up in front of the judge unless it gets to a trial, like a real trial. Okay. And so a lot of times it doesn't get to that. It's the lawyers back in the back arguing with the judge mm -hmm. like on your behalf. And it has okay. to be like everybody refuses to settle. Yeah. If you're in front of a judge, it's because one or both of you are just being a complete D bag. Yeah. And not just. Gotcha. Yeah. So gotcha. it's like they it's very rare to actually talk to a judge. Yeah. Maybe that's why they do it. I don't know. Yeah. Just something for your state to think about. <laughs> Absolutely. I'd like that. Yeah. I'd like that. Not have to deal with people. Yeah. <laughs> just like, I don't know if Missouri is the state people should be aspiring to behave like. Probably but. not. <laughs> 
She's like, have... I live in Tennessee. Oh, oh, okay. You got your. You, okay. have, you have a certain set of issues there it's as a well. Jump ball. Yes. Just leave it at that. It's yeah. A jump yeah. Ball. Jump, yeah, absolutely a jump ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, <laughs> so be, to before we get you on the news, <laughs> right? Um, let's. Yeah. <laughs> So, how did you find Peloton originally? And decide? originally, I found Peloton was I didn't know anything about Peloton, but I was on the bench. I had just been elected, and I was sitting all the time. I'm a former prosecutor, an assistant DA, and so I was up and moving, and now I'm sitting. And so I bought a little under the desk cycle thing just so I could sit at the bench and move my legs, and. Somebody from IT came down to install something and said, oh my gosh, do you ride? And I said, no, I don't ride. The only time I rode outside on a road bike, I fell off and broke my wrist. So I don't do that. But he said, oh, well, have you heard of Peloton? And I said, no, I don't know anything about that. So he proceeded to tell me all about Peloton. That's what we And do. then I happened to be out in Denver and I was visiting. My son was in college there and I found the Peloton store and I went in and I got on one. And I said, kids, what do you think? Should I get this for my husband, you know, for dad for Christmas? And they looked at me and said, you mean for you? And I said, <laughs> yes, for him. And don't you think he'd like it? Because he, he, he does cycle outside. And they said, yeah, whatever. So I ordered it from the store in Denver and had it delivered here. I got it in November of 2018. Wow. Yeah. I love that. First of all, we've been to that store. I was like, we were at that store. Yeah. I was actually doing the math. Sure, I'm like, when were we in Denver? I know. Were we wasn't in the it, store? Yeah. It was we're, 17. Okay, 17. Yeah. We were there not yeah, too long. Yeah, we were there long. in 2018. Wow, oh, not too long before you. Yeah. So that's yeah. that's amazing. Yeah. And I love that you ordered it from the store in another city. Because yes. so often people, if they buy it, they'll buy it from their hometown, especially when there are mm-hmm. so many stores out there. So they'll get it there. Like it's been a while since we've talked to somebody that either bought it sight unseen or got it from somewhere else and had it shipped there. So I think that's really yes. cool. Yeah. And does yeah. your husband use it? Does he actually ride? No, not at all. Okay. I think he's been on it maybe 10 times in four or five years. So So the kids were right. The kids were absolutely right. (laughs) Okay. Okay. (laughs) So did you have them installed on your bench? So you're trying cases from your Peloton? (laughs) So I would love to do that. I'm not sure that would fly with a judiciary, but you know, (laughs) dreams, right? (laughs) Hashtag goals. (laughs) So, So I've wanted to have a Peloton at work for years. And I couldn't quite figure out, my chambers are really small and I couldn't figure out where I was going to put it. So we have what's called a temporary holding resource. We have juvenile detention for kids who are in detention, who are delinquent, kids who commit crimes. So that's where those kids go waiting court hearing. And it's usually the bad kids, like not like you're shoplifting from Claire's kids, but people who do really, really like bad there's stuff. there's violence. And then, yeah, yeah they're violent. Yeah. So then we have this temporary holding resource, which is a shelter care for children that are runaway, they're unruly. And it's just a temporary, it's not a secure facility, although it looks like a secure facility, but it's not locked. They could walk out the door. We don't tell them that, that they could walk out the door. And it's been decertified by our Department of Children's Services for several years. It's been sitting vacant and unused. And I talked to the sheriff and I said, Sheriff, you've got this space. And we have a park right outside the courthouse. And I thought, you know, if I could walk at lunch or run at lunch or something, could I use your shower that's in there? And he said, sure. And I said, well, you get this big day room that's open and empty. And if I were to go in there and stretch afterwards, would that be okay? He said, yeah. And I said, you know, I like to practice (laughs) yoga and I teach yoga. And so if I could do that in there, would that be okay? He said, yeah. And I said, would you be okay if I brought in some equipment, just a few things? And he said, 
no problem. You can do whatever you want to with that space. <laughs> You're like, and just so equipment. I'm thinking like a couple dumbbells, yoga mats, on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, so then I, and again, I've reiterated this to everybody, no county funds were expended on this project and no county hours were expended. I did everything after hours or on the weekends, but we painted the space. I had commercial flooring put in and um, I got a commercial Peloton. So all my staff can use it so they can all log in and use it, which is awesome. And I got a light commercial treadmill and a half rack of weights and a T-Rex multi-mount and a couple of pro T-Rex suspension straps and I got my yoga mats and I've taught yoga in there and I've had an epic Peloton competition with one of my coworkers. So we had the Peloton for five or six weeks now and we had a month long Peloton competition that ended at midnight yesterday. Okay. I'm dying to know because this is anybody that listens to the MetPro method out there. This is where this conversation started. So I need to know yes. who won, Kenlin. I, I oh my can... gosh. So Magistrate Judge Bettingfield beat me <gasps> at the last minute. Well, not really last minute, last few hours. And so he beat me by 54 miles. He rode 560 miles and I rode 505 in one month. Wow. wow. Is that not insane? That is insane. Yeah. Insane. And I had a knee procedure February 1. So I did all this in a knee brace. Am I not? I'm crazy. You, you oh, my Tom, goodness. This you should is get crazy. bonus miles You should that. get bonus I miles. I should get bonus And, and, and the bike, the commercial Peloton, it's an easier bike. Like I was my bike ask, at home like, right here is a harder bike. I believe that. I was going to ask, like, what is the not. difference between a commercial Peloton and a private or personal one? So it's harder when you have one that's private. That's the difference. And it really is. <laughs> it's a harder bike. No, it's, it's like the one they have in the hotels, Tom, if you've ever ventured down to no. just look. I know no. you don't get on them, but if you just ever look. No. No. <laughs> no. Okay. No. So it's got a login screen that you can log into your account and the subscription. I pay for the subscription. It's a commercial subscription, so it's an unlimited amount of users can get on it. And after you get on, you do your classes, and after so many minutes, it logs you out automatically. Okay. So that you're not sharing your data or your rides with anybody okay. else. So, so just out of curiosity, what's that subscription cost? Oh, I'm that's curious. a good question. It's fourteen hundred dollars a year. Okay, so it's like a hundred and four dollars a month or something. Thank you. Like I couldn't mm-hmm. do that math if my yeah. life depended on it. Thank you, because I don't do numbers. I, well, I just did. Well. If it was twelve hundred, that would be a hundred dollars a yeah. month, and so. Okay, that's fair. And I took the remainder. But that's—I have a staff of eight. Yeah. And yeah, I'm, I'm going to invite the sheriff's office to use it too. Oh, so that's I mean, lovely. I'm opening it up to a bunch of people. So because I believe in health and fitness, and I think it's really important that we take care of our bodies. So we can take care of our community. Yeah. So then do you still have to have a subscription for your bike at home? Yes. Yeah. I have two. What? I have two. That sounds yeah, like I have the commercial subscription and I have the one for this one right here behind me. It seems like she should be allowed to just log in with her other one when she's at home. I have heard, and this is at the risk of Peloton yelling at me, yeah. I have heard that she could do a workaround around it, but it might be a bit of a pain because she would have to activate each bike each time gotcha. so she could log in she could like mm-hmm. only have one subscription okay for right. the commercial so then if she bike, tried to log it at home it might it log deactiv- somebody else precisely out. Yes. precisely okay. Yes. Okay. yes yeah so here's the next question when <laughs> yes. you when you bought the commercial one uh-huh. did you give your own referral code you know, I didn't even think about that. Oh, my God. You should have. No. Holy smokes. I give that referral code out to all the, everybody that I try to invite to join us in our Peloton adventure. I can't believe I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> I just ruined her day. Yeah, you did. She sat back at everything. Yeah. <laughs> 
if we were in court, I would be getting sentenced right now. You were in contempt. You were in contempt. She's like, I sentence you to an FTP test. I know. That's awful. That's like the worst. I know. You're a hanging judge. Oh, oh wow. my god. Didn't even think about that. Oh no, you've you crushed your I know, I feel bad okay. now. <laughs> it's okay. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. Okay, well, moving on. Okay, yeah, we moving gotta move on. on. So as moving a on. judge. Now that I'm crushed. Yeah. <laughs> Crystal and I recently discovered a show that we went down the rabbit hole on. I told Kenlin about this on the Met Pro Method. Called Court and, Cam. And now I have discovered it too. And it's on Hulu. It's on, it originally aired on A&E, yes. but it's on Hulu for those of you that have Hulu. And Are it, you obsessed? Yes. Oh my gosh. I had to make myself put down my phone last night. I was watching it in bed you, and yeah. I was like, I've got to get to sleep. You we, can't look we away. We limited ourselves to one a day. We only did one a day. One a day. Okay. Like that okay. was, yeah. Cause it goes down real easy. Real and, easy. Yeah. And, but it's, yes. it's addictive. It's just footage from inside courtrooms yes. of crazy stuff happening. that have happened. And it's, I like it better than cops. Cause I always felt like cops was like, they were putting on a show. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like it felt a little constructed and I'm like, right. and then the older I got and the more I thought about it, I'm like, this feels a little problematic. Like you're really incentivizing people. Yeah. And you're going into people's yes. homes and catching them at their absolute worst where this is like just a court security footage. So I'm like, everybody knew what they were doing. And so I yes. don't feel like it's as contrived and it is pretty riveting. It is. <laughs> it is awesome. And as a judge to watch other judges and how they handle those situations. Yeah. Oh, I am I'm so like, curious of your take on that. There's some mean judges. Start, I want to start a podcast with you where we just watch <gasps> yes, court cam yes. and you break that it down. That would be so fun. And you're that like, so this fun. judge is insane. Yeah. And yeah. Yes. Or this judge is going to get like reprimanded. Yes. Badly. Have- or there was one I watched last night where like she was so calm and I was like, there's no way I would have been that calm and cool and collected. She handled it so well. It's probably that Mindy, she was, that Judge that's Mindy That's I was from thinking Florida. it was too. We love Judge Mindy she's from Florida. <laughs> she's so calm and nice. She yes, seems gen- yes. genuinely nice. Yes. And she yes, seems like yes, she really nice. cares about the people. Yeah, she does. Like yes. cares, cares, you know? Like, yes. oh, yeah. I bet it's Mindy you're talking so, about. Yeah, like, <laughs> so and something to aspire to. Okay, hey, right? all like, of us. You can, can tell some of them have been there so long, they just don't like anybody. Yes. And, they don't care. And those are invariably old white guys. And uh, <laughs> But then there are some that no have... That have <laughs> no comment. Yeah, she's no like, comment. that was not me who said that. <laughs> That's the loose cannon on the show. Yeah, I tried to sentence him to an FTP, but he lives in a different jurisdiction. Don't hold me responsible. Um, yeah. But yeah, but there were some, because that's Mindy, I think we're getting her name right. She's the one yes. who she's sentencing somebody and she's like, wait, did we go to middle school together? Yes. 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 Yeah. Yes. yeah. And they did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. I love her. Like, if I ever had to be in front of a judge, I hope it's a judge like mm-hmm. Mindy. Yes. That's what I thought. <laughs> Not the guy yeah. who was like, and I hope you die in prison as well. well that guy should die in prison, <laughs> though. In I his know, defense. but that guy was mean but about it. That seemed a little grandiose. It did. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Black sorry. We are totally okay. obsessed with that show, though. Like, yeah, no, and since you told me about it, so am I. So there you go. <laughs> I, I had to. It was midnight last night. I'm like, I go to bed at 8.30. I'm like, it's midnight. I got to go to bed. <laughs> Why do you get up super early even on the weekends? I do. I woke well, 
We had this epic Peloton competition. It went to midnight last night. So, oh, right, right. Yeah. But I couldn't ride anymore. Like after nine o'clock, I was just done. Yeah. But then I had to like wind down and I still was going to sleep in, but I woke up at 430. I'm even sorry. though I turned off my alarm. That's kind of the worst. Yeah, it is. It is. I think it sucks okay. being an adult because I feel like you spend your whole 20s wanting to sleep in. You got to do all these things. You got to work on the weekends a lot of times when you're in 20s. And then by the time you get to the time where you can sleep in on the weekends, your body, your body let, won't let you. Won't it's just not cool. It's I just know. not cool. I got up and went to hot yoga to try to stretch out all the aches and pains. And that was nice. Okay. That was nice. Well, that's but. good. You've got quite a gym set up going on there behind you. I it? do. I do. So and it may be a little echoey in here. That may be, I don't know if you all can hear me because I feel like I'm echoing around oh, Yeah, this is bad. my home gym. Okay. And I sent you pictures of the gym and the commercial Peloton. I just emailed that right before we started. But yeah, so I've got my Peloton and it's not a Peloton dread because I got my treadmill before I knew about Peloton, but a treadmill and I've got an elliptical that nobody uses. I don't know why we have it. I keep wanting to get rid of it, but it's too heavy to carry out of the house and some weights. And I have a T-Rex coach too. So I've got a T-Rex mount that's on the ceiling. You can't see, but so I can do my Where do you find time for all that? Yeah. I get up at 4.30 in the morning. Okay, right, And go to bed at 4. She said 8.30. (laughs) 8.30. Yeah, I'm really lame. I have like no life outside work and court and Exercise. I don't know. I think it's pretty badass, but that's just me. Well, I go, go, go. When I'm awake, I go, go, go. 100%. Yeah. 110%. Clearly. Clearly. <laughs> yes. I, I yes. don't know. You might have to do some of that while you're sleeping. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> to get it all done. That's a lot. Is being a judge something that you set out to do? Is that something oh, people, when they're like going to college, like, I'm going to go to school, I'm going to get a law degree, and that my goal is to end up as a judge? Or is it something that just kind of unfolds as you go along your career path? I can't speak for everybody else, for myself. So I went to college and then I ended up working in politics. And I don't know why, because that's not my personality, but I ended up there. And then I ended up going back to law school several years later. And when I graduated from law school, I knew I wanted to be a judge. That's what I wanted to do. Now, getting to be a judge is a really difficult process and not everybody gets to have that opportunity. So I had worked in private practice and then I had an opportunity to go work for our local district attorney general. And it was a great opportunity. It was a huge pay cut, but I didn't care because that was a, for me, a stepping stone. And I loved that job. I absolutely loved being a prosecutor. There is a lot of great feeling to stand up and say, I represent the people of the state of Tennessee and we want this person to go to jail for his crime or her crime. And I was working in a court with a judge who decided he was going to retire. And he called me and asked me if I would consider running for his position. And I said, no, even though I wanted to be a judge, eventually I loved my job. I thought it was not maybe the right time. Right. And he wore me down over two weeks (laughs) and I finally decided to throw my hat in the ring. And it's a political process in Tennessee. They're elected judges and it's a partisan election. And so I was in it with, five other people in a primary. And then I had a contested general election, which was insane. And for my family was probably horrible. But here I am. And I've been on the bench eight plus years going into my ninth year now. And then how often are you up for re-election? Every eight years. Every eight years. Yeah. That's Mm -hmm. a long time. Yeah, that is. So I've just started my second term as a judge. And who knows? Do people pay attention to judicial elections? In, in Tennessee? Is that I don't a- think so. I don't think so unless they're, well, I take that back. Of course, people pay attention. Sure. The general population, right, I think that's only when I mean. it's contested, really. Yeah. Because oh. you know, I wasn't contested this 
second go round. Right. Nobody was running against me. So they're like, yeah, we don't care. Gotcha. I feel like in Missouri, at least for the general population, that like a judge has to do something noteworthy that right. made it onto the news. You to do something really yes. stupid. Yeah. For, to like, yes. to have somebody. Don't do stupid. I know attention. whenever I go to vote and there's the judges, I'm like, who are these people? Like, I don't. <laughs> right. You have no you idea. Because it's not like you interface. It's not like you really hear a lot going on from judges like you do political person like a senator right. or something like that so yeah. it's like a different i'm not saying they're not doing things but you don't have like a moment by moment interaction on the news the way you do with other kinds of politics no and we shouldn't i mean we shouldn't we are supposed to be fair and impartial right. and keep our heads down and do our jobs and so that's good judging if you're not making the news that's like you're doing a good thing <laughs> yeah that's don't, fair. Be, don't be in the news as a judge that general rule of thumb thing. if you've heard of this judge they're probably bad <laughs> Don't yes. vote for them yes. unless that yes. judge is Kinlan Foster and you've heard That's of it right. on the case, clip out. That's different. All news is good news. That is the one asterisk for this. That's right. Thing. That's right. I don't even know if you can comment on this, but I'm thinking about watching court cam and some of mm -hmm. the judges that they would have like that got you may not have made it this far in the series that have been they've gotten things like DWIs. They've had problems that they mm -hmm. end up showing this for a judge. And I'm always surprised like they're just right back in court. And I'm just like. Wow, it's just yeah. very interesting how the system is so different for somebody that is already a judge than a person that like if I got a DWI, I mean, I would be punished for that and rightly so. But it just looks so different when you see it in that context. Does that make sense what I'm saying? I think it does. And I mean, again, I'm going to be really careful what I say of here. Of course. Sure. Um, we're all human. We all make mistakes. Sure. And we are innocent until proven guilty beyond a reasonable doubt. Somebody's been charged, but they've not been convicted. They carry on with their lives. If they've been convicted, maybe they've done everything they're supposed to, just like a normal person would have to go to jail for 48 hours and would have to do their community service and be on probation. So I that, can't probably that, no, say that's, no, that's I get fair. That. Those but are when fair you points, get yeah. to the episodes we're talking about. Well, you, you should, okay. you should reach back out. Yeah, you reach back like, out. Because, <laughs> because, <laughs> you know, like, I will text you or email yeah, you because they have the one, there's a couple of them where they have like okay. actual like body cam footage of the judge in question oh. being like, you need to call sheriff whoever and ask him who I am. Yeah, and then it's like we'll, we'll oh, let it's you bad. we'll let you it's watch bad. that and, and yeah. <laughs> let me get there and I will email you. Okay, my, my okay. Yeah. That's, that's, my daughter, my daughter got pulled over. My daughter, I have, a, I have three kids and they're 27, 24, and eighteen. So my eighteen year old is my speed demon. So she got pulled over in one of our local municipalities recently, and the next thing I know, I have this officer calling me. And he's like, she didn't tell me who she was. She's your daughter. And I said, good. Yeah, she's doing exactly what I told her to do. She's not, you're not supposed to use the fact of who I right. am to get out of a speeding ticket. That's a really bad thing to do. Absolutely. And so she was so upset and she was crying and she was like, mom, I did what you told me to do. And now he's yelling at me because I didn't tell him that was your daughter. And so the officer says, what do you want me to do? And I said, you do exactly what you do with any other idiot 18 year old going however many miles over the speed limit in a construction zone, give her a ticket. You know, that's yeah. what you got to do. So yeah. you cannot use it. So that is, that's bad. Body yeah. Best. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's good. Ultimately. It is. It's right? good. It I is. can't wait to get to those episodes. Yeah. 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 But if you could see the footage from your chambers, like things that have happened in your line of work, is there anything that you can share with us that might have stood out that would have made an interesting episode. Yes. So the one that I keep thinking of is I had a young person who was clearly in a crisis Okay, and had been detained for a crime and we were taking testimony and he just lost it. He oh. lost it. He went ballistic and I feel really bad for him. 
but it took several officers to subdue him. And as he is being pretty much carried out of the courtroom, I got to see you next Tuesday. Yeah. Okay. And that's like, yeah, it was screamed down the hall. Like people could hear it. And I was like, Okay, well, there we go. But then he came back and he apologized. So that oh, was good. that was like, like you have officers carrying this poor child, and he was like he was almost eighteen, so but carrying this poor child. But I got the full full on, <laughs> but it's like the word of no return, and that's yes. the only time I've ever been called that one. I've been called everything else. He wanted to make sure he stood out. And hey, it worked. He did. did. And you're like, hey, you know what else is a bad word that starts with C? Contempt. (laughs) I I just said, you're going to go back and sit for a week. And we'll see you next week. (laughs) We'll see you next week, not yet stupid. (laughs) I see what you did there. (laughs) And then the parents are probably the worst. And it's awful to say, but I mean, I have some parents who just... You feel so sorry for their children because of the way the parents are. But parents step out of line. I don't have a problem holding them in contempt or fining them. It just sometimes it happens. Yeah. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Yeah. I can only imagine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you get the mama bear and papa bear syndrome. People want to protect their children. And when their children are in trouble, they can really get indignant and angry. Which is really not ultimately helping their child. That's the part that I don't think that they understand. Yeah. I know that, yeah. we deal with that where I work. I know this is obviously we have very different career fields, but like <laughs> the shows that you tend to have the most problems with are family shows. It's the Disney on ice. Really? It's the circus. It's oh, oh graduations. Wow. We do like 30 graduations yes. uh-huh. in like a six week period. They are the worst because yeah. you have all these blended families who maybe didn't blend quite so well. And Mm -hmm. they probably haven't been together for a long time. And now they're thrown in this very emotional moment and like, oh, yeah, it can get real ugly real fast. So those are the ones where people really act up. That's a shame. Do you have security there? Oh, yeah. Where you are? Yeah. 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 Thank goodness. But like, (laughs) but one of the lady who runs our security, like she. Oh, God. She got physically assaulted. I mean, a concussion, like it looked like the pictures that you probably saw of Crystal. Like it was that bad of a beating she took at the circus. Yeah, at the circus. At the circus. circus. They wouldn't leave the suites. The the show was over and the guy wouldn't leave. And she went up to just say, hey, show's over. And before she got to show, like he was just on her. And it's just funny because it was like. Three weeks earlier, we had done Snoop Dogg, and everybody's like, oh, no, Snoop Dogg. Which was and we didn't have show. any problems at all at the circus. That's where you have had the big moment. Like this. Yeah, it's crazy. So it's, yeah. And, and like this awful. this security yeah. person is like so nice. Oh, my God. And like, she's Because you know, like some security people, they can come in hot. You right. know, they start like trying to throw mm-hmm. their weight around, and she's like not like that no. at all. Like that's what she's the best person we've ever had in this position. I've been in the building for almost 17 years about with her ability to de-escalate a situation like she's not coming in playing a tough guy yeah. right and so for that to happen to her was outrageous but yeah circus that's what terrible happens. it yeah. is it's terrible yeah for people sure. are insane they people really are, are. Yeah. they really are so going back to your gym that you had the competition yes. will there yes. be a competition part two yes Okay. Yes. So October. So She's I, like, am I convinced didn't win when... and this will not stand. There <laughs> no, will be a stand. second competition. And I was boss. So I could fire him technically, but you know, <laughs> and he knows that. So but it was probably he sent me he sent me the nicest message about this was a really great challenge for him. So but I have to tell you, 
This was the moment Monday. I was under the weather Monday. I actually canceled my docket, but I had been out of town Saturday and Sunday and I was, I'd been ahead and I was falling behind. So I got on this thing back here behind me and I rode 30 miles at a snail's pace. It took me three hours to get 30 miles. And I looked up, my husband's walking through and I'm like, Andy, it never actually occurred to me that I might not win. (laughs) And he said, he said, honey, and the person I'm competing with. So this is what he says. He said, he is a decade younger than you. And he's a really incredible athlete. And he's a guy. So he's got more muscle mass and more neuromuscular power. And I'm like, so not helping. Why would you say that? I mean, he's not a decade younger. He's eight years younger. right? And, and yeah, he's a very incredibly fit athlete. But, you know, I'm not chopped liver. And so he's in his 40s and I'm in my 50s, but it's okay. And he's a guy. And so that was like, oh, my gosh. So I really, really fought all week to get caught up. And I just, I couldn't. He, in the end, smoked me by about 54 miles. But yes, so October is our plan. My knee should be fully healed. Okay. So I keep saying I did this with a bum knee. So next time he needs to watch out. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I'm thinking, I don't know, this is just the vibe I'm picking up on. I have a feeling there's going to be some training that goes on between oh, now. Oh, it starts. Like I have to recover today, <laughs> but like it starts tomorrow. Yeah. I just think it's tomorrow. funny, the conversation between you and your husband, because <laughs> you were such a lawyer. Right? Oh, I know. You're like, not a decade, it's eight years. <laughs> I just, I just, I just picture you turning to an invisible person, being like, right. "You're on a permission to treat as yes. hostile." That's right. That's right. Um, God years, a decade—is that a metric they- thing? <laughs> Poor man. I mean, I adore him, and he was so trying to help. It yeah, just, it just didn't come out right. He should have said, "You know what? You're going to kick his ass tomorrow." So, <laughs> feel so. like he almost got to see you next Tuesday. <laughs> I know. <laughs> families and probably my the rest of my staff is really happy this thing is over because we have been obsessed it's been smacked down the smack talk has been really bad and we got to finish with court and then we run down to see who could get on the bike because the one at the temporary holy resource which we renamed the health room is easier so i would try to get on that one before i went home for the day <laughs> so we were miles you know, as you go. <laughs> gosh it was crazy that is it's crazy but i did it you did. I made do it. it to the end, yeah. and I made it over 500 miles, which is a pretty big accomplishment. It's a huge Absolutely. accomplishment. That's, that's I, not nothing. It's a lot of miles. Yeah. I mean, that is a tremendous amount of miles. And, and we already established yeah. I can't do math, but I know it's a lot for yes. one month. So Well, and I was still strength training and practicing yoga and teaching yoga, and he was running. So we were like, I don't know what was wrong with us. I don't know. I feel like by October, you're probably going to have a bunch of other participants, too. They're probably. I hope so. I hope so. so. We need to spread it out. I know Thomas is probably triggering for you. This like level of competition. I don't compete. That's the point. I know you don't. I'm saying it's probably triggering for you. Like really intense competition. The reason I don't compete is because I'm so competitive and I know I'll lose. Mm -hmm. So I just don't even engage. I think she listened to your episode with Dr. Jen. I think that's why she knows all that. I know. I I know you. I feel like I know you. It's so one-sided. I'm so sorry. That's okay. Three years, I think I've been listening. What does your husband do? Is he also a lawyer? No, 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 no. He's an architect. And so he is Mr. Calm and... Uh That's just so kind and considerate, focused and a really good foil for me. And God love him. I mean, putting up with me is really hard. (laughs) It It is. I mean, and I'm a former prosecutor too. So it's not like you can get away from the questioning. I'm I'm going to cross-examine you about everything. 
I have no doubt that yeah. Crystal's a project manager, so I get mm-hmm. project managed. He loves it. He it's loves fine. it. Yeah. I'm just like, point me in the direction you want me to go. Yeah. That's what I'll do. He doesn't yeah. like whenever he's off schedule, but whenever there is a schedule to be kept, he is appreciative that it happens. Yeah. So, good. 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 so yeah. what is your leaderboard name? I am Wicked Goddess. It's a long story. So. <laughs> <laughs> I am Wicked Goddess. Yes, I am. Are you going to share a short wanna, version yes, of that I'll story? Yes, I'll share the story. <laughs> so I will share the story. Okay. So actually, I don't drink alcohol anymore. I used to. I had, long story, I had a weird thing where I passed out, I don't know, four or five years ago. And I have a brain tumor. It's benign. It's fine. So I'm like now super, super, super healthy. But I was brewing beer at one point in my life. And so I brewed this really awesome American Strong Ale that was really high ABD. And I named it the Wicked Goddess. And so we had some friends over and they proceeded to have a little bit of the Wicked Goddess and nobody could drive home. We had to call cabs. It was awful. It was sloppy, like sloppy bad, whatever. So then I decided, you know what? I would love to have a brewing company and like make this beer for real. And so I decided we would become the Wicked Goddess Brewing Company. And then of course, I don't drink anymore and I stopped brewing beer. So but I had named myself the Wicked Goddess on Peloton. I love it. I love that. That is great. I That's thought for sure so. the way that story was going to go is like, I decided I want to start a brewing company. So I went to the apartment and I was like, there's an empty room <laughs> over here. It's unused. Sheriff, sure, can I have that room to brew some beer, please? Yeah. Start my own distillery. <laughs> now, do you have a favorite instructor? I do. And I love all the instructors. And sometimes my mood will dictate who I need to take. But Dennis Morton is my go-to pretty much for everything. I don't know. He's the person who can quote pop culture and reference Joseph Campbell in one sentence. And so I really dig that. When I take his yoga classes, whatever his cues are, somehow like I can see what he's talking about in ways that I don't with other instructors. I don't know. I think his my brain may work the same way. But I take everybody. I mean, I take everybody's classes. So like last week, I had a really rough day. So I needed a Robin class when I needed to be pepped up. So I took something with Alex. And you know, it just depends. If I need to calm down, maybe I'll take something with Sam Yo. It's just kind of where my mood is that day. That's smart. It's a smart way to mm-hmm. do it. In your professional opinion, which instructor is most likely to end up in court? <laughs> oh, I hadn't thought about that Oh, one. it's a fun game. <laughs> yeah. And it's present instructor. You can't name a past one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. You okay, can't just go okay. with Daniel. That's too easy. <laughs> oh, Tom. Well, he's already in court. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah. He just got done um, with court. He did. He yeah. did. He's done. They settled. They settled. Yes. Yes. So yes. that's too easy so, of a person easy to one. choose. Yeah. Gosh, I don't know. Let me think about this one. I'm always surprised Jess King is not like making the news for something. Now she has a baby. So maybe that's, you know, but you know, out of the clubs, you just get into trouble, right? Okay. I don't know. Who do you all think? I'm like, I'm kind of almost afraid to say I'm in trouble. <laughs> I think that's why Tom said it. I think yeah, he's trying to cause trying to put you on the spot. <laughs> <laughs> I think- and just King, no offense, but you just seem like the type that might just happen to stumble into something fun. Exactly. Exactly. Something fun. And then it goes awry. Yes. Yeah. Right. I could see that. I can see that. Okay. Then easier question. Yeah. That was a tough one. Yes. You really put it on the spot. I really need to think about that one. Yeah. Do you have any advice for people just entering the world of Peloton? Oh, gosh. Yes. I have all kinds of advice. So I would say take an all for one ride because that gives you a little smorgasbord of who your instructors might be and you might find somebody you like. And then I would say hide the leaderboard 
because that's just depressing. And when you're 55, it's really depressing. So just hide the leaderboard. Don't worry about that. And do what you enjoy. Do what you enjoy. Try everything. Try instructors and try scenic rides and try Just Ride and try everybody and hide the leaderboard. That's very good advice. And to your point of trying everything, you don't even have to stay with just Peloton. You have TRX, you do your own yoga, like you can dabble outside of Peloton. We won't hate you if you do. It's okay. Yeah. And the whatever it's the like, welcome to Peloton or intro to Peloton, whatever the program is that takes you through strength and yoga and Pilates, like do that. That's really fun. And it helps you understand all the modalities that Peloton offers. Excellent advice. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for taking time out of your day to join us before we let you go. Where can people find you on social media or are you not findable because of what you do? I am findable. It, I have a very boring Instagram account, I Judge bet. Kenlin Foster, yeah. which is only, I only post on rarely. I also have my private Instagram account, which is the Wicked Goddess. Okay. So you can find me there. I'm at Kenlin Foster on Twitter and Kenlin C. Foster on Facebook. And those are professional. Okay. If you want to see the down and dirty, go to the Wicked Goddess. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else is going to be very buttoned up. Which yes, absolutely. makes sense. It is. Absolutely. Yes, it does. <laughs> well, thank you so much for joining thank us. This has all. been a lot of fun. It has. Thank, thank you. you so much. Take care. You too. So I guess that brings this episode to a close. Until next time, where can people find you? People can find me on Facebook at facebook.com slash Crystal D. O'Keefe. They can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and the Peloton leaderboard at Clip Out Crystal. And you can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com slash Tom O'Keefe. You can find the show online, facebook.com slash The Clip Out. While you're there, like the page, join the group. And of course, don't forget our YouTube channel at youtube.com slash the clip out. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in. And until next time, keep pedaling and running and rowing.